Someone way overpaid for a comic this week. I'm pretty disappointed, Jim. Clearly somebody hasn't been watching the videos. Was it you? Another week, another list. The hottest comics in the world. They're getting pricey and clearly the FOMO bug be biting. Hit the like, slap the subscribe, and Gem Mint will hit you with number 10. We've got some record breakers for a classic Neil Adams cover. Number 10 on the list, Batman 227. From 1970, the homage to the classic Golden Age cover. A tribute to Detective Comics 31. And it's crazy to think that it's already been a year and a half since we lost the legend, Neil Adams. Yeah, time does fly. The last time we talked about this book was back on November 21st, and there have been 278 slabs added to the census since then. We got a couple strong performers, a 5.0 selling for $515, 10% above its 12-month average, and the 6.5 is 2% up, selling for $679. But like I said, we've got some record breakers, starting with a 4.0. The last time it sold and broke record, it was $500 in 2022. Now we have a record-breaking sale for $565 for an increase of 13%. We also have a 9.6 record-breaking sale. We haven't seen this record set since 2016, where it sold for $5,736 for an increase of 46%. The all-new high for the first time in comic history hitting $8,400. And it makes sense, especially when you consider the massive increase in census count. Jem already reported on over 250 copies being added to it. That is an 18% increase in comics being graded in under a year. I've always loved the way that Neil Adams drew Batman at this time. He's more gothic. He's more spooky. And we really haven't gotten this type of version on the big screen as it pertains to live action. The closest thing we got was Robert Pattinson. But come to think of it, that movie, The Riddler, was a bit more horrific than Batman. So hopefully James Gunn is able to maybe source some of this material and bring a more horror version to the big screen. And speaking of the big screen, number nine on the list, we have Infinite Crisis issue number five from 2006, the first appearance of Jaime Reyes as the Blue Beetle in costume. The first Latin-led superhero movie from DC. This is a major moment, and I'm a big fan of Blue Beetle, and I was hoping to be pleasantly surprised. And I can't wait to see this film because the reviews are in. We're seeing critic scores that are pretty high, Rotten Tomato scores that are pretty high, $25 million after its first weekend debut, which isn't like crazy good, but it's way better than what The Flash did considering the budget. Russ hit the mic last week on the trending list and he was raving about this film. Now I've heard nothing but good things about it as well. People in my Facebook group have been talking about it and it sounds like it's a fun, refreshing comic book movie. First time we're seeing it on the Hot 10, you guys talked about it on the trending list back on April 6, 243 slabs added to the census since then, bringing that total up to 1,600, and we have some strong performers, a CGC 9.0 selling for $59, 7% above its average, the 9.4 is up 10%, the 9.6 is up 29%, and the 9.8 is super affordable, selling for $250, which is 33% above its average, and 10 copies outsold that average this week. When comic books land on the hot 10, the first question our community members typically have, and I want to see your participation in the comment section below, help steer your fellow comic fans the right direction because this is a moment where it's like, do you buy the book after the movie drops? Well, considering that we're seeing prices below $200 for a 9.8, when as early as April of this year, it was hitting heights of $600, it makes me feel like the book is down. Is this a good time to buy it? 
However, when you add that census count that Jem just reported on, there's been an increase of 90 copies added to the census in a 9.8. I think that this adjustment doesn't mean that the book is gone forever. This may be a prime opportunity to grab the book if you saw the movie and you dig Jaime Reyes. Especially considering how affordable this book is, and it's probably because there's so many different keys for Jaime Reyes and Blue Beetle in general, if there were only an app that categorized all these different comics. There are three different Blue Beetles to know about, so many different keys, and the modern issues have variants that you gotta be able to hunt for. Download the best comic app in existence, Key Collector Comics. This right here is available for Androids and iPhones. Support the show. Kotom 101 gets you a free two-week subscription, and this is how you can like catalog all your books, but also learn about funny books and see all the keys that are worth knowing so that when you're on the hunt, you're prepared. An actress gets a haircut, and this book ends up on the hot 10. Number eight on the list, we've got an amazing Spider-Man key, issue 121, The Death of Gwen Stacy. Peter Parker unintentionally snapping the neck of Gwen Stacy. We have a comic book that is spiking all because of Emma Stone and her haircut that looks remarkably similar to Spider-Gwen. What's going on? This is always going to be a Bronze Age Spider-Man key. Either way, she could just be cosplaying as the character. This book is always going to be hot, but we got a 4.0 selling for $250, 2% above average. The 5.0 is up 13%. The 6.5 is up 10%, and the 9.4 selling for about $1,440, which is still above its 12-month average. The last time we chatted about this book was when it hit number eight as well. Back in June, since then, there's been an increase of 158 copies added to the CGC census, one of which graded at a 9.8, making the total 9.8 census count 80 copies. So there's an increase of demand, sure, but the supply is up on a book that's adjusted on a classic Spidey key that regardless of spec is going to be a hot book. At this point, I wouldn't put it past any of these studios to bring back an actor or an actress to reprise their roles. And she didn't just cut her hair. She also dyed it, looking suspiciously similar to the animated version. What do you guys think? We've been talking a lot about Spider-Gwen spec, specifically multiverse spec. I want to know your thoughts in the comment section below while we take you to number seven on the list with a brand new comic to the hot 10. Let's welcome a classic ASM Craven cover. We have ASM 47. This book came out in 1967. Another tried and true Silver Age Spider-Man key, and I feel like we've been seeing more Craven covers and appearances than his actual first appearance since the movie announcement, which is one year away to the month, by the way. But we do have some strong performing sales on this one, a 4.0 selling for $150, 27% above average. The 5.0 is up 22%, the 7.5 is up 16%, the 8.0 is up 4%, and the 8.5 sold for $432, 7% above average. This is a really tough cover in high grade because it has a white background. A lot of these are faded and any imperfections really pick up and the eye appeal is really what matters in high grade. There's only 20 copies graded at a 9.8 and we're hearing some information from the studio and Aaron Taylor Johnson who's set to portray Craven. And this is what I found most intriguing. It's being described, the film, as a tragedy. What do you think about that, Jim? I think it's a good sign for the movie, and it's on par with the character. I know most Spider-Man fans want to see a Craven's Last Hunt adaptation, which is super dark. Aaron Taylor Johnson talked about preparing for this role, how he went out into like the wilderness and stalked prey and experienced what it was like to deal with like the emotional turmoil of taking the life of another animal. This is 
a very serious role to him. And I think that that's going to be necessary if it's truly going to be a tragedy of a film. And you need to join me in Canada because that's where I'm at this weekend as you're watching this video. I teamed up with Davis Ryder. We have a John Royal Boys number one Starlight Queen Maeve cover. We made trade dress versions and foils only available first on the best new place to buy and sell collectibles. It's called Whatnot. Link in the description. Join me over Fan Expo all weekend long. Man, I'm going to sit this one out, but you guys have a blast over there in Toronto. Yeah, number six is Iron Man number one, the big premiere issue, the first self-titled ongoing series for Tony Stark. Can you believe that it's already been four and a half years since Tony Stark saved the universe with those Infinity Stones? And since then, we have so many different versions of Iron Man that have yet to really pay off. I mean, we just saw Rhodey come back in Secret Invasion. He's a scroll. We haven't seen him i guess originally since civil war meaning that he may not even know about the death of tony stark i digress because riri williams is just around the corner tom cruise where are you at is that superior iron man even a thing still well we have a comic book that is more affordable now than ever and it's a classic key the 3.0 is going for 457 that's an increase of 10 percent the 4.5 is up 13 percent the 6.5 that's up 40 percent clearing the thousand dollar marker for the first time in a year selling for 1100 and the 7.0 can't keep up because that's also selling for $1,100 for an increase of 5%. The 7.5, which two copies outsold the average this week, is up 5% selling for $1,159. And the 8.0 sold for $1,650 for an increase of 14%. And two different copies outsold that average this week. Nothing has been the same since we lost Tony Stark in Avengers Endgame. Could Iron Man be the only hope for the MCU? A lot of potential with the character, and I've been hearing those rumors as well. Moving on to number five on the list, we've got Wolverine number one holding strong on the hot 10. What is going on, Jim? I think someone way overpaid. We've been covering this book for months now. It's one of the hottest books in the world. It's been on the list multiple times. And we have a 9.8 that I think someone paid double for when they shouldn't have. You got to subscribe to the channel, Comic Fam, because some members clearly aren't watching. This is one of the keys that has benefited from the Deadpool 3 hype, and I think somebody definitely overpaid, but we'll get to that in a moment. The 9.0 sold for $179, 20% above its 12-month average. The 9.2 is up 15%, and three copies outsold the average. The 9.4 is up 30%, and five copies outsold the average. Then we got the newsstand 9.4, selling for $360, 51% above its 12-month average. The 9.6 sold for 288 for an increase of 7% and two different copies outsold that average. And then we have the 9.8, which we have been telling the community as it approached the 550 marker, $600 marker, that this price seems great to get this book at. I value this book at 800 plus. And the average has been 687 for a year now. Well, we have a high sale that just clocked in for $1,170. What the hell? And I'm over here looking at the book like, is there something I'm not seeing? Is it a newsstand? Is it a Mark Jewelers? Is it like a perfectly centered wrap? And it just looks like a really nice 9.8, which sold for very close to its all-time record high of $1,365. This sale took place on Heritage Auctions. This right here is one of the biggest auction houses for comic books. Maybe someone got some FOMO. Maybe they just didn't care and they just wanted the book. That happens a lot over there. But does it mean that this book is actually worth $1,200 all of a sudden? Well, I think not. Because six days later, we see a sale for a 9.8. The copies look identical. And it went for $684. That is way closer to Earth. Don't overpay for comics when you can get them for nearly 50% of the hype. And number four, back on the list 
list, we have a repeat offender, Batman Adventures 12, the first comic book appearance of Harley Quinn. Every quarter, we go over the last three months of numbers to report on the books that are the hottest in the world throughout that duration. And this book landed at number four for Q2, and it hasn't seen the hot 10 at all since then. So this book is clearly not going to land on the Q3 rankings, but Considering that Harley Quinn is one of the most specced on characters this year, seeing the prices go for what they're going for across the board tells me that members are trying to cash in now and scoop up the books while the prices are low. You can get a 5.0 for just over $400, and that's still 14% above average. The 6.5 is selling 3% above average. The 7.5 is up 2%. The 8.5 is up 22%. The 9.0 sold for $670, 7% above its average, and the 9.2 is up 16%. Then we got the 9.8, selling for $2,800, 5% above its 12-month average, and it didn't stop there. The newsstand 9.8, keep an eye out for that barcode, hit $5,760. That's an increase of 11% at a time where there really isn't any news about Harley Quinn. Just wishful thinking and anticipation of Lady Gaga taking on the role. And think about it. It's performing high at a time where the market is down and we're adding more and more slabs to the census. 170 more added since we talked about this book on June 19th, and 21 of those are 9.8s. That's a lot of pristine copies on a very expensive wanted book. At the list at number three, we have Iron Fist 14. Wolverine has dropped to midway through the list. It's still hot as hell, but we're seeing a lot of other mutant spec over this last week creeping up on the list. We have the first appearance of Sabretooth. And Key Collector mentions there were a ton of other mutant keys that could have easily made this list. Stuff like New Mutants 87, the first appearance of Cable, X-Men 12 and 13, the first and second appearance of Juggernaut, and even X-Men 4, first Brotherhood of Evil Mutant, and the first Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. We chatted about X-Men 100, old versus new team just last week on the trending list. We also have X-Men 101, first Jean Grey as the Phoenix. These books all are trending well, all because of Deadpool 3. It's not just Hugh Jackman's reprisal of the role. It's the spec that other mutants may be in this movie that could also set the stage of how they're going to be utilized long term. We're seeing sales in every grade from 5.5 to 9.0, selling above average anywhere from 6 to 24%. The 8.0 selling for 4.95, which seems low. That's an increase of 7%. The 8.5 selling for 6.50 is up 24%. And the 9.0 is selling for $5 more for an increase of 6%. The 9.6 heights were $2,600, and that was set in 2022. You can grab one for a little over $1,300 right now. The book is down. It's very respected, and it's a major like Logan adjacent key. No, it really makes you think that we're probably going to see some version of Sabretooth in the upcoming Deadpool 3 movie. And speaking of Deadpool, number two on the list, New Mutants 98, his first appearance. Before we get to New Mutants 98, I do have a surprise for the comic fam. I've been teaming up with Johnny Desjardins, one of my favorite artists over the last couple of years, and I'm officially his art rep. It's very cool. And if you want to get any original Johnny Desjardins artwork, you can go to comictom101.store because that's where it's all going. And Jem, I want to get your reaction because I haven't even opened this yet. We have his knife palette technique on a sick tick cover that has come out over the last two years. And I want to know your thoughts about it. Now I'm excited to see it. What did I see on your site? He had the 300 cover up there? Absolutely, yeah. Everything that he has available is officially on my website. Take Dang. a look at this. 
boom, we got Erica Slaughter, knife palette technique. Johnny goes all out. Some of his canvases are huge. It takes him days to do these types of pieces that end up becoming variants, and I have the privilege to bringing them to the community. If you want to get some original artwork, one of one, to decorate your casa, go and support the show and hit the website. I'm a sucker for comic book painters, and I love how large this canvas is. It would look great down here in the Gempire. No surprise to see this book on the list. It made it on number one last week, and they've added 54 more slabs to the census since then, which includes seven more 9.8s. I think Deadpool 3 is probably the most anticipated upcoming movie from the MCU, and it looks like a lot of collectors are in agreement. We got an 8.5, up 10% from its 12-month average. The 9.0 is up 20%. The 9.2 is up 17%, and the 9.4 is up 11%. The newsstand 9.4 is hitting $600. That's a $100 increase for that barcode. And we typically only see that bump at a 9.6 and greater. Speaking of which, the 9.6 direct copy is going for $591 for an increase of 2%. But the 9.6 newsstand is selling for $787 for an increase of 2% as well. And the CGC 9.8 is still selling strong at $1,570. 3% above its 12-month average, it's been selling for that all year. This movie originally was slated for May 2024, and that was after the first pushback. Well, between the writers and actors strike, it looks like Disney has completely removed this from their planning until this strike is resolved. We do not know when we're going to get Deadpool 3, which makes me a little hesitant to recommend buying any of these books right now because I suspect we may see a lull during the interim. And it seems like every week we're hearing about a new rumor about a new character who may show up in the film. And the big news this week was Dazzler. Slap the like button. We've been here every single week reporting on the health of the comic book marketplace for over three years straight without skipping a beat. And subscribe to the channel because as many as 40 to 50% of our viewers don't subscribe. We're going to lead you right and help prevent you overspending on funny books. And the number one hottest book in the world Gem alluded to it. The first appearance of Dazzler in Uncanny X-Men, issue number 130. Ranking at the number one slot on the most recent trending 10 just days ago. And shooting past the 10 to 2 spot on the hot 10, ranking at number one this week. The book has a lot going for it. Not only is it the first appearance of Dazzler, it's the second appearance of Kitty Pride, second appearance of Emma Frost, first full appearance of Sebastian Shaw. And the big news this week were the rumors that Taylor Swift would be playing Dazzler on screen. Now, it's not the first time that we've heard these rumors. We chatted about this just in the last couple days, but this spec has been going around for over five years now. Since the debut of the first Deadpool movie and people saw Taylor Swift dressing up on Halloween as Deadpool. She loves the character and she'd be a perfect fit for this movie. Now we have a lot of books trending up across multiple grades, including the 9.8. We're going to get into it, but in the last week, we have seen no increases to the CGC census count. So I'm going to give a big warning you may not want to buy this book right now. I suspect everyone and their mom is sending it in to get graded. And it's not so much the dollar amount or the percentage increases, but the sheer amount of copies that have been selling. The CGC 7.5 sold for $135, 15% above its 12-month average. The 8.0 is up 9%, two copies outsold the average. The 8.5 is up 37%, and seven copies outsold the average. The 9.0 is up 37%, selling for $240, and six copies outsold the average. The 9.2 is selling for $270, that's an increase of 33%, and four copies 
floppies outsold that average. The 9.4 sold for 350 this past week. That's 37% up. And seven copies outsold that average. We're seeing an increase of copies sold week over week of 275% and counting. And it didn't stop there. The 9.6 selling for $500, putting it 28% above its average, and the 9.8 selling for $1,400, 6% above average. The book is down by half. I mean, the heights were reached back in 2021 where it sold for $3,050 at a 9.8. Now, some members may be waiting on the CGC count to uptick. I think there's more 9.8s coming. But also, when the mainstream collides with comic collecting, the numbers go wild. And I can see a lot of Taylor Swift fans wanting to get this book if the rumors are correct. What do you think? Let me know in the comment section below. I'll see you in Canada this weekend. I'm giving away an ASM 300 on Saturday. You're going to want to be there. Use the link in the description. And as always, geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. Anniversary, Mr. J. You're really swell and okay. It's seven years.